This is Zachary Reality, and you are listening to Zachary Reality. I have one question for you. What's that? Are you ready for round five? Round five. Round five. We're stepping it up. Him and Hannah had some fun in a windmill like four times, so I thought that I would take it to the next level. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my channel. I'm your host, Zachary Reality, with Bachelor Nation's finest, Deandra. Deandra, we met about a month ago at um, a Spotify podcasting event, yeah. and I was so excited to meet you and talk to you, and we talked, and we were like, we have to do like an interview and a chat and just kind of get to know each other better, so how are you doing today? Welcome. I am doing great. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you because you are now in Los Angeles. You used to live in Dallas, so you're getting used to the LA life. I've been here three years, so how are you liking it? Um, I'm not in love yet. And I think it's just because I am still working full time. So I haven't got to experience necessarily everything about LA, but I'm definitely well more adjusted than when I first was here. So I've been on and off maybe like six months in LA. Ooh, um, so what is your full-time job? So I'm in pharmaceutical sales, inside sales. So okay. nine to six, I'm tied to my computer, but oh. the other amount of time, yeah, I'm like doing the content creation, all that kind of stuff. So are you working from home? Mm hmm. Luckily. So that's the reason I'm able to be in California is because right now we're remote and before we were in office. So I'm just taking this opportunity to be here. Oh, so you might have to like move back to Dallas if you want to stay with that job within a year or two, if they bring you back into the office. Potentially. So I'm kind of seeing what happens right now. I'm really just living in my go with the flow era. Like this is go with the flow. I'm really just taking a risk being here. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. yeah. Well, what are your favorite parts about Los Angeles? Because the city has a lot to offer, but it also could be like a lonely city if you don't like have your crew just because everything is so spread out. Absolutely. I think my favorite thing so far is the weather. I love the weather. Um, I love that there's always something going on. So it's like, if you need to do something, there's always somewhere to go. And yeah, everything is kind of spread out, but you have like the beach, you have like the city life, you have, you know, you can drive two hours and go to a winery. I like mm. that about California. It's like everything seems accessible to a degree. Yeah, my favorite part when I moved here, because I grew up in New York, is that I really just wanted to create my own life. Like I didn't want to know anyone. I didn't want to have a job. I moved here without a job and I just wanted to like figure it out. And that's what I've really loved about this city are you finding that you're just like finding new things about yourself because i moved here at 22 so you're you're moving here in your mid-20s so like what has the transition been like i mean it's i'm just, first of all congratulations for moving here without a job because that's super <laughs> scary and it i mean i'm moving here with a full-time job and it still feels very scary but it's like i'm learning so much about being alone you moved here with no friends same like mm -hmm. i moved here not really knowing anybody not having a community and it's just taught me to be alone but not necessarily in a bad way in a like in a growth way like it's forcing our hand to create yeah. to create what we want to do and really just focus on our careers yeah and i love that and you're kind of doing the influencing content creation are you trying to make that more of your full-time job and maybe it's not too pharmaceutical like what is your thought process with all this i definitely would love to do content creation full-time the thing with content creation is if you're not a huge creator the income can be up and down and for me i need some kind of like stability we need money we need money especially with rent here in california because people will not believe what we have to pay it's um, a lot. so yeah it's a lot especially to be in a central area like west hollywood hollywood that area it's insane mm -hmm. so i would love to do content creation that's kind of my goal maybe in the next year or two to see if that could be a potential possibility but right now 
Well, tell me about your content. Like my content's talking about The Bachelor. So we're definitely going to get into it if you guys are just waiting for that. But what (laughs) is your content? You do fashion, you do vlogs, home. Like what is your favorite videos to make? Um, so honestly, when I first, first started content creation, it was a lot of health and wellness. And because I started talking about like my health journey and as I've come to California and I'm kind of evolving, it's become more lifestyle. It's a little bit of fashion, a little bit of health, a little bit of wellness, but I definitely want to be focused in inspiring women and confidence and like being candid and speaking about how we can mentally be better. Like that's what I would like to focus my energy on. And that's what I try to gifts to people, but I also, you know, the clothing, people want to know what clothes you're wearing. People want to know yeah. that deals. Link it. <laughs> yeah. Link it. It's always- oh, you got it. Exactly. People ask me, they're like, when I put on different clothes, they're like, where did you get this? Where did you get this? And I'm like, I don't even know. Like I yeah. personally am a thrift shopper. If the clothes aren't being sent to me, I'm shopping at a thrift store because I refuse to waste my money on clothes, especially if I only want to get it, get pictured in it once. Right. Do you feel like that too, as a girl who's going to events, you're like, what's the point of wearing this again? Yeah. Well, it's kind of frustrating because I feel like once you, and it's, this seems so superficial, but it's like, once you take a photo on something, if you wear it again, people are like, oh my gosh, you're wearing it again. As if you don't have a washer and dryer. So, you know, with events, like wearing something that stands out, people are going to recognize that again. And it's almost like tabooed in people's eyes, which is the weirdest thing to me. Uh-huh. Well, That's how like, did you do that on the, the bachelor? Cause you only have like one suitcase or two suitcases. Did you rewear anything on paradise or Peter's season? I was honestly so surprised. So what we like the concept that I went in with was a lot of basics that you could mix and match. So it's like, I didn't necessarily wear the same exact outfit again, but I'd wear like, you know, the same t-shirt with a different pair of pants and like style it different. So that's the biggest thing is just like getting the basics that you can switch and swap. And it doesn't look like you're wearing the same outfit, but you really are wearing the same clothes. Yeah. yeah. Or you can just like switch with a friend or maybe like one of the girls who got sent home early, they should just like give their clothes to the girls (laughs) who are going to make it farther. Like that would be nicer. No, I agree. I think people who stayed in paradise, like till the end, they did that. Like I know Marissa was like borrowing some Mari's, Mari's borrow Marissa, you know, like it would just go back and forth. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of what the girls at the end do. Yeah. I want to talk about discussions with D. So this is like your new Instagram live series. You're doing it every week. You've had a lot of people from bachelor nation. What was your motivation to starting that and how is it going? Um, so I've always wanted to do a podcast web series or eventually like a television show. So I wanted to create a space where I could have conversations that leave people learning something. Like, of course, I like to talk about pop culture and like, you know, fun stuff. But I feel like I, the podcasts I listen to and the people that I'm influenced by, I leave the conversation like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I feel like I'm a, a better person after listening to it. Mm-hmm. So discussions with D is kind of a place to have interesting conversations with interesting people. That's the concept. And um, so far, it's going good. I feel like some of the Internet drama has, you kind know, came into it came into it and it, you know, kind of deferred me from it and it sucked. Like, I think I took like three weeks off and then my motivation kind of, you know, went down. So now I do discussions with you every two weeks, just kind of coming off of the internet drama and it's really unfortunate, but I like it. I have fun doing it. No, it's, it's, it's fun. Like I like your, the discussions with D, but I do think that sometimes like people only want to tune in for drama. So it's kind of just like a double-edged sword, but you had a lot of your like bachelor nation stars or friends on it. So like, who have you had and like, what kind of topics are you guys discussing? Um, so I've had like Natasha, Marissa, um, Tammy, a lot of it's discussions like relationships or mental health or manifestation. Again, like these topics that people want to hear about where they can learn something or they can relate to you or, you know, they can get advice on. Cause I love to give advice. Like yeah. I love to like talk to people, have these discussions. So those are the kind of discussions I can have with those people, mainly because people recognize them and they want to also hear their side and they want to hear things that they have to talk about. So it's been really great being able to chat with my bachelor co-stars, honestly. 
Yeah, because that's what's going to kind of bring people in. You have a huge fan base from The Bachelor specifically, but now you can use that platform to talk about things that you're passionate about, which we've just kind of gotten into. So do you feel like you are grateful for The Bachelor for giving you this platform? Or is this something that you would have figured out on your own and still would have been doing? Or would you been in Dallas at pharmaceutical sales still? Um, So honestly, I am super thankful for The Bachelor. Like, I think that it just it catalyzed everything way more quickly than it would have if I wasn't on it. Like I was able to grow a quick following and then the following doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting people who are actually engaged in what you want to talk about. So it's the difference. But before I went on the bachelor, I had a YouTube channel. I was always going to do the podcast thing. So I probably would have been doing it, but maybe smaller scales. Um, but I also might've had people that were more passionate in following me for those things and not just because I was on a television show, but yeah. I am thankful for it either way. Yeah. I mean, I feel like doing a reality show is like a double edged sword. Like I thought for a while that I wanted to do a reality show, but then like, I realized that there's just no point in me doing that unless I'm like hosting the show because I can just talk about all these shows and, you know, gain a following because people watch the show. So it's like, oh, they're going to follow me because I watch the show. And then you got to bring them to learn about you more. Right. So someone taught me this in, in hosting class. They're like, if someone's a fan of this show, they will become a fan of you. If you talk about the show and then you got to find out how to kind of, you know, let people in and get them to know you. It's like a stepping stone to gain more, you know, traction or just people who care about you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And sometimes it doesn't translate. So it's like, just because someone follows you on the show, they might not actually like your personality. You know, you start posting a couple of weeks after the show and you're no longer relevant. And then they're like, mm. so it's like a double-edged sword because coming off the show, you gain a lot of followers. And then when you actually start posting about who you are, you'll lose a lot of followers. And then you kind of like find the middle ground of people who actually want to follow you for you. So I completely understand where you're like, "Mm, it might not be necessary to go on a show unless I'm hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's what social media is for. If you want to get something out of it, you got to just kind of build your audience. That's authentic to you. And if people want to follow you, then that's great. And if they don't, then there's someone else now getting into the bachelor. Do you feel like you were like respectfully portrayed on Peter season? Like, how did you even get on pilot Pete season to begin with? Um, so the way that I got onto the show, I was in a four-year relationship all of my college career and actually, yeah. So we had broken up after I graduated college and his sister ironically was like, Hey, there's this show that you should go on. It's called the bachelor and I'd heard of it, but I'd never watched it. And so I literally just applied. It was kind of a joke, like, you know, just applying online, just like super basic. And then the next call and then the next call and the next call. Next thing I knew I was at finals weekend and they were like, you're going to be on the show. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you watch like Hannah Brown's season because Peter was on it or any other seasons to prepare yourself? Or did you want to go in blind? So I didn't completely go in blind. I think I watched, um, there was a season of paradise that had aired previously, like the most recent. So I watched that one through and through. And then I watched a little bit of Hannah Brown's season, but not a lot. I don't even think I knew who pilot Pete was other than the reference for the windmill, which is why I was a windmill yeah. when I walked up. Oh um, my God. That's so <laughs> funny. Yes, I didn't know a whole lot. So were you expecting to like, you know, meet him in the windmill? Like, was that the goal on night one? (laughs) No, honestly, (laughs) it was more so like a funny joke because I have a sense of humor. So like, I Mm. like, I wanted that to translate as a first impression. Like, okay, it's a joke. We get it's a joke. It was a little inappropriate, but um, I wanted to stand out. And I thought, Uh, yeah, you have to. Now, did you, um, how far did you make it on that season? Week four. So right before they went international, Mm. I think they went to Costa Rica. Uh, Um, Were you pissed? Um, honestly, I was sad, but it was better that I went home early because I wouldn't want to stay around for all the drama. You know, it's really in a stressful environment. Um, a lot of people probably don't know. Like, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of anxiety, especially if you feel like you're not clicking with the person right away. 
it can be like mentally really draining. So it was probably better for me to go home because it probably would have worked out in the end. Um, and then obviously I went on paradise and that was a much better experience. Cause like you're, otherwise you'd be like waiting around and like, even though you get to go to these amazing countries, like, aren't you spending most of the days in the hotel stuck anyway, unless you're on a date. And if you don't even like the guy, it's just, it's really not that exciting. And you're almost wasting energy and time because you don't get paid to be on the bachelor. So yeah. it really kind of worked out the way it was supposed to. You were kind of just like peace. Yeah. I was kind of like peace because yeah, if you're not on a one-on-one -on -one date or if it's not a group date, a lot of times you are spending time in the hotel or wherever. So it's a lot of downtime and you might not necessarily be getting the whole experience of Costa Rica if you're not one of the ones who were, you know, really clicking with him and getting all the time with him. Yeah. Okay. This wasn't in the script, but I have to kind of ask, are you surprised that Peter and Kelly are rekindling things? So I don't actually know if they're rekindling, but well, I, I, I do. I do. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, it's surprising to me. I, I can't lie. And I think it's mainly because, in my opinion, I feel like Kelly and Peter are so different, but maybe that's why it works. Or maybe, you know, they've dated other people and they've grown a little bit. And now they're coming back full circle. But I'm very surprised by it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, from my understanding, from my sources, I've kind of heard they're just like figuring things out again, maybe taking it slow. But it is kind of shocking just because of how toxic that breakup played out in the press with all the yeah. podcasts and stuff. What are your thoughts on getting back with an ex like a year later? or just an ex in general? Oof. I mean, like the way that their breakup happens and you know, the how, kind of how I saw different they were or how different they were, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I would personally do it, but I mean, some people grow and they're yeah. like, hey, I'm a new person. And honestly, like whatever makes people happy, just do what makes you happy. Um, definitely excited to kind of hear what plays out with that. Now, a year later, you end up going to Paradise. Would you have gone to Paradise that summer if it wasn't for the pandemic and they shut it down? I probably, I mean, it's honestly, it was really close. Like I now see how close like filming versus mm -hmm. going to Paradise was without the pandemic. I would have liked to. I probably would have. Yeah, because I don't even know how some of these guys do it from Gabby and Rachel season, especially like Logan and Johnny. I'm like, they literally had like, what, two or three weeks off and they just go right to the beach. It's such a quick turnaround. And especially like if you work a full time job, if you like had to go back to work, I don't know how they're making it happen. Like they must have really lax jobs or they quit them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but isn't it hard to like pay your bills and like manage your life when you're away for so long? Like, how do you even prepare for that? Absolutely. I don't know how some people do it. Luckily at the time when I went to the bachelor, I was living at home in Dallas. So I didn't have to worry about that stuff, but I did have to leave my job. And that was insane at the time. So it's like, I don't know. I think some people just really have these amazing jobs where they're like, yeah, go on the show, have fun. We'll be waiting for you when you get back. And then yeah. your bills are recurring or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you were kind of were like a fan favorite on paradise and by kind of, I mean, like you were the voice of reason. <laughs> You were like the girl that a lot of people were interested in. And I feel like we all got to know you on Paradise. We didn't really get to know you on Peter's season. So what was that kind of experience like for you? How was it different than The Bachelor? So yeah, um, on The Bachelor, I feel like because I wasn't really having a connection with Peter, I didn't get a lot of screen time. It was also like my first time being on television. So it was really mm -hmm. hard mentally. And I feel like I kind of closed up because of that. And Paradise, I went in with the mentality of like, I'm just going to show my personality and people are going to like it or they're not. I feel mm. like the more that you try to like hide your personality and like try to be someone that you're not, the worse it translates. Um, Brendan and Piper, maybe? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like the more you just try to not be yourself or try to act like something, the worse it comes off. And I've just learned that from watching other people. So I went to Paradise. I was fully myself. I was talking like how I would talk to anybody. Um, like when I was commenting on drama, I don't like to be messy, but it's like, if I'm speaking facts and I'm speaking from a place of reason, I'm like, there's no reason that I can't have an opinion. 
oh, that's my whole TikTok. Like, yeah. I, I, that is my whole TikTok. I am talking about the most dramatic things. I'm gossiping all day long, but I'm like not being too messy or shady towards anyone because I'm like aware that people are going to watch this. And that's probably how you felt on the show. You're like, I don't want to talk trash because it could, people could watch this and you don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings, but you also are allowed to have an opinion. And you had your opinions all season long. You narrated the show, basically. Did you expect <laughs> to have such like 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 stars and like a fandom I guess like from the show like you really were like one of the top girls <laughs> well it made me really happy that my personality translated and that people could relate to me I think people just like honesty and I think that they like mm -hmm. real and I don't think you know all the hyper exaggerations and the drama girls that doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to like you or that you're going to get more airtime and that's something that mm -hmm. some people go in they're like oh yeah I'm going to be the villain I'm going to get more airtime I'm like that might not be it and you might not like your experience if that's it so I think yeah. that's staying true to yourself being honest you know, getting things out, not trying to be someone else. People really respect that and like that. And I think that's why people liked and resonated with me. Yeah, absolutely. And do you still have those necklaces? Didn't Chasen and Carl, <laughs> they were like fighting over you with and both gave you jewelry. Is that what happens? So they gave me jewelry. I don't know. I guess people are like, she likes nice things. And I'm like, hey, I'm not going to deny yeah. a nice thing. Want to give me a bracelet or a necklace? I'm not going to stop you. But no, I gave them back. And oh. yeah, I think that <laughs> if I was holding on to them still, that I'd feel really bad, especially leaving the beach and not matching with either of them. True that. So you left single. Maybe we're going to see Deandra as the Bachelorette. Now, who did you, who have you become really close friends with from the franchise and from the show? Honestly, a lot of people from my season I'm still in touch with and I'm really close with, but I would say the two that I talk to most frequently or three, Tammy, Natasha, and Marissa. Mm. Um, love them. They're great. So I, I don't know. I'm friends with everybody. Like, I feel like whenever I see someone, I'm trying to connect with them because it's mm. like such a small community that, you know, what are we doing if we're not talking and hanging out? No, I know. As soon as I saw you at the Spotify, I'm like, come over here. We need to have like a five minute powwow <laughs> yeah. and just say hello. Um, but there is a lot of drama that kind of comes from the franchise. Do you feel like you ever get like involved in that? Or is it really just like the fans that are kind of like sometimes create that for you, especially with, with, with everything that happened recently? Yeah, I think the fans definitely create that or like the followers definitely create these stories. And sometimes it, it can be hard us knowing the truth and living the truth mm -hmm. and having to deal with people saying things that aren't true. Um, but as far as like drama between things like on the show, a lot of times we're able to squash it in person or maybe people aren't. And then the fans will keep talking and talking and taking it places that it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. And I mean, I think on your live specifically, the one you did with Ivan, there was just like a lot of comments. And I remember you were kind of not addressing what everyone was talking about, but you were just like, people like to come up with their own narrative and I'm just going to let them have fun. Like, so like, where does that kind of come from that you want to be the bigger person? Like, how do you know when it's time to shut people up and shut people down when they're making up lies about you? I think it just depends on what they're talking about and like the drama that I've been involved in recently, the way that people were taking it so far and the horrible things that they were saying about me. If you follow me, if you watch me on the show, if you know anything about me, the things that were being said were just so far from the truth and all those people want our reaction. So in that case, I was like, I'm not going to give you the reaction that you're looking for because everything that you're saying about me is untrue and clearly you don't know me. Like my DMs were full, my lives. Yeah. That's why I stopped doing discussions with D's because they were harassing me. Like the amount of harassment that I got, like Reddit. I'm like, I'm a real person. Yeah. I see these things and they're very hurtful. But um, I snap back every once in a while. Like I like snap back at this girl one time in my DM, she blocked me and I was like, <laughs> I'm not always a bigger person, but I try to take the high road when it comes to stuff that's just so extreme. Like it's crazy. Yeah, sometimes it's better to just not read. Like whenever I get like hate sometimes on Reddit, I just won't read it. I'll hear about it. Somebody will tell me but I'm like, I'm not reading that. Or my DMs, I just will not respond because it's not worth arguing with people 
who just like want a fight. Um, so it's just like whatever, but, um, where does that kind of inner strength come from for you to like shut people up? Um, I think that I was always taught to not let people disrespect you. So like growing up, like, especially when you carry yourself a certain way, there's no reason that people should be talking about you or addressing you in a certain way. So I've never really given people a reason to disrespect me. And so now being in a place where people feel comfortable disrespecting me and talking crap about me over things that are so untrue Mm -hmm. and they really have no basis for making these things up. I just have to be strong. It just showed me that people who follow will just be so ready to hate Mm -hmm. on anything. Um, and it kind of just showed me that no matter what you do, even if I were to address it, when everyone was saying it from the beginning, people would still spin a narrative that was so untrue. So I just kind of took a step back and was like, this is not even me. So you guys can have it. The funniest thing about it is, um, the drama that everyone's making up based on a photo. The, the knees. The knee, the knee gate. Um, like the knee same. Gate. Knee gate. Mm-hmm. I've been out with many Bachelor Nation people. So many Bachelor Nation people. I post them. I'm like a friendly person, but yeah. I just kind of let them have it because I was like, everything is so untrue. That's, it just showed me people are just ready to hate. Yeah, they're ready to hate. And I mean, do you feel like a weight is lifted off your shoulders now, now that it has been a couple of times? Because I know that was, or a couple of months, because I know it was like hard for you just to have people calling you all types of names that you've probably never been called in your life. No, um, the weight is quote unquote lifted, but it's still something that hurt me. Like it hurt me yeah. really deeply being talked about that from just being seen out with somebody. And it's like the same day I posted a picture of Rodney and no one's like Rodney and Deanna are dating. So it's like, where yeah. do you guys, how do you pick and choose who you want to be seen together? Um, so I think that means it still hurts me. Like that's, I don't know. I've, I feel like it affected my motivation to show me like how hateful people can be and they don't really know anything about you. Um, but yeah, I guess like time has passed. So I just, I, I mean, I feel like it's over now. I feel like Nate said something we're talking about it now. Like it's over. Like I want you to get back with discussions with D and just like <laughs> not worry about like the noise. Cause I really do feel like who you are has shown through this entire time. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah, the drama's gone. So I am trying to get myself back motivated again and just letting everything in the past. Yeah. The drama's gone. The drama is focused on the bachelorette right now. We have a two part finale happening. Are you watching this season at all? Do you have any thoughts or opinions on how this should end? So I watched the first episode and I've kind of just been keeping up through social media. So no, I don't exactly know what's going on right now. Um, but what are your thoughts? What well, you we're think? down to Gabby and Rachel. Now we're going to see this tonight, but this is going to come out in a couple of days. So I'm assuming Gabby and Eric are going to get engaged. And then Rachel is hopefully going to get engaged to Tino because that's who she said she loves. And she mm-hmm. wouldn't just say that if she didn't like mean it because um, she's only telling that to Tino. However, there's a lot of rumors and speculation that Rachel and Tino ended up breaking up post show and they're going to like maybe film at like the safe houses um after and we'll see it on the show so that would just really upset me um watching this knowing how much heart and soul Rachel put into the show to end up single and then to see Gabby in a happy relationship and going on dancing with the stars like my heart just breaks for Rachel I mean that's definitely tough and I feel like going on together it's hard to not compare like one finding a relationship, one not, and then one going on Dancing with the Stars. You know, we don't know what Rachel's working on. Maybe she's working on something else. Maybe she's doing something different. So we never know. But yeah, I feel like that's like a hard experience if everything ends up being true. Yeah. So you're not going to watch the finale at all? Like, don't you want to know what's going on or you're just kind of checked out from the show? I mean, I'm just kind of checked out just because I haven't watched the progression to this point. So like whenever they do say like they are together, they're together, I probably might tune in and like go back and watch it just to understand. But since I haven't been watching up the progression this far, I'm like, oh, I don't think it's going to Make her break. Yeah. Okay. Well, just binge my TikToks because I got you. (laughs) Are you going to be watching Paradise this season? Because that's going to be more fun. 
Um, I have a couple friends on, so yeah, I'll probably tune in for a couple of the episodes and see how it is compared to our season of the. Parent. Who are your friends? Who are you rooting for? Well, I can't really say because they're not pictured yet. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Well, Victoria Fuller was at after the final rose. I don't know if you're talking about her. She was at yes. the, the mental all, so she's gonna yeah. be there. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens with that situation. Okay. Me too. It's going to be good. Um, so where do you kind of think the future of the franchise is heading? Is there anything else you want to see? Like, who do you think is going to be the next bachelor? Should we have two bachelors? Do you think there should be a gay bachelor more like an Asian bachelor? So what do you think is like next? What do you want to see? I would love to see the continuation of diversity, like as far as the leads and who they pick. So like, let's hope that they're going to switch it up and you know, give some flavor to the show. Um, as far as who I think is going to be bachelor, I don't think they should do another double. I think that, you know, focusing well, it, would be, on- it would be fair, I think, because they just did two girls. So yeah. Kind of like even it out. Right. I mean, I guess, but it's kind of hard to keep up with two different love stories, in my opinion. And it I feel is. like it takes the focus. It makes it really hard for the people who are there to like try to pick and choose who they want. And mm-hmm. I feel like it can be really hurtful for the leads, in my opinion. I don't know how I feel about a double. Um, but as far as who I think should be Bachelor from this season, the only person that stood out to me is Avon. So I'm like, I love Avon. I'm an Avon yeah. stan. Yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. So maybe he should be bachelor, you know? Yeah, he's just kind of shy. He's not getting a lot of screen time. So I just don't know if they're trying to like butter him up to be the bachelor like they always do. So I'm kind of thinking they might go with Justin Glaze. He's from Katie's season because he's going to to Paradise this season. And I almost feel like they want to pick someone from Paradise. And he also is like, he kind of like fits the mold where he's like an easygoing guy. He's laid back. He's really good looking. He's not like overly popular, but he definitely has a fan base. So that's kind of what I'm thinking logistically. Yeah. I think that'd be a good option too. Cause I have seen the way that I think I've seen like his Instagram or I think he might have a TikTok. but yeah, he seems like a funny person actually naturally. And I never hear any drama about him. So that'd be nice to see a lead that isn't necessarily involved in this kind of drama. Yeah. No drama, no drama, except on the most dramatic season only ever. <laughs> now, I want to play a quick rapid fire game with you to get to know you a little bit better. So everyone else can get to know you before we head out of here. So these are going to be one word answers. What is your Zodiac sign? Gemini. What was your favorite color as a kid? And what is your favorite color now? Black, brown. What's your favorite color to wear? Brown. Who is your celeb style icon? Uh... Kim K in her Yeezy era. Ooh, is she your favorite Kardashian? No, I think Courtney's my favorite Kardashian. Oh, do you like that she's just like a bitch? <laughs> I like that she's like really holistic. Her personality, mm-hmm. not so much, but like holistic personality-wise, Chloe. Okay, if you were to go on another reality show, which one would it be? Love Island. Ooh, what is your favorite hairstyle to wear? Blonde braids. Yeah, we love that. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite social media app? Oof. TikTok. Yeah, me too. Um, who is your favorite friend you met from the franchise? Oh, I can't say just one. Can I okay. Say yeah, yeah. You can say three. Let's do. Uh, oh, can I say four? Akira, Tammy, Natasha, Marissa. What is your favorite activity you did on Paradise? Eight. What did you eat? Um, anything. Anything you wanted, they would cook it up. Literally. So it's like having a private chef for like a month? Pretty much. And all the food was super fresh. Uh, see, when I had COVID, I was at my mom's house and like, she was cooking for me and feeding me every day. And I was like, this is not that bad. Whatever you want. You can have it. Um, what is your favorite furniture piece in your apartment? 
Mm, I have this lamp that changes colors and I love to put it on like a red shade in the evening. That's probably like my favorite piece of merch. Okay, put it on your Instagram story after this comes out and link it because they're <laughs> going to want to know. Um, what is your favorite PR gift or random like appliance that someone has just sent you? Uh, oh, an infrared sauna blanket from Higher Ooh. Dose. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Cool. And if you ever were to have like a hometown on The Bachelorette, what would that have looked like? Um, it would have been crazy. I have such a big family. I would have probably like my family from Maine come in, you know, my dad, all my siblings. So it would just look like a mess. Did you grow <laughs> up? You grew up in Maine? Yeah. So I grew up from the third grade to high school graduation in Maine. And then you moved to Dallas after? Or where'd you go to college? I went to college in San Antonio, which is like five hours from Dallas, and then moved back to Dallas postgrad. Oh, cool. And now we're in LA for the inevitable future. We are in LA for now and just go with us. Okay. Good vibes only for Deandra. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad that we did this and that I got to know you better. I'm sure we're going to get drinks soon or see each other at an event. We're not too far, Mm -hmm. Um, but where can everybody follow you and what um, do they have to look forward to? When is the next discussions with D? Next discussions with D probably next week. I'm moving this weekend. So it just depends on my time. Um, Everyone can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Deandra Kanu, and we'll just keep up with me to see what's next. Okay, awesome. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please be sure to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Follow Deandra, follow me, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you.